this week's episode of the Imaginary Movie Podcast, a podcast uh, where we put on our 15-year-old girl hats and dive into some mid-aughts um, erotic fiction, for all intents and purposes. Uh, my name's David, and they're creepy and they're kooky, mysterious and spooky. They're all together kooky. They're the Colin family. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice, very nice. Not often we get a musical um, introduction to this show, and it's and it's always me, and it's always off key, baby. <laughs> yeah, well, I think musical in air quotes. I there, can't that's sing. Okay. <laughs> uh, my name's Sam and Twilight, featuring my favourite actor, the scenery of Washington State. <laughs> and I'm Ross, Sam, Dave. Say something to take my mind off this terrible dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing you could say uh, about this film. Honestly, that is just not like... interrupted by constant scoffs from every actor. <laughs> I didn't notice that as much as you did. Uh, so just go to, back, just to right? Say listen, it right now. listen, listen, we, listen. We, uh, three men in our thirties, uh, we sat down and watched uh, Twilight from 2008. That's right, the the uh, pop culture juggernaut <laughs> phenomenon. Um, Go For back and listen. For some reason. Go back and listen to it because I can't get over the scoffs. I can't get over it. C- Christian Stewart is doing it. Anna Kendrick's doing it. Every single teenage girl in the world apparently goes <laughs> after every single fucking sentence. <laughs> like, it's just, mm, please, please stop. Please stop. But yes, we watched Twilight. Why, Ross? Why did we watch Twilight? Tell us. Uh, so, Amy watched it and... I wanted to play PlayStation, and I had what, to like, wait for that to be it over. recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Out of choice. Within, within a couple of yeah, she did. Yeah, I I watched it by attendance, I suppose. <laughs> by attendance. <laughs> um, marriage, <laughs> by I default. Technically yeah. present. Oh, oh my god! And then when we got the, the the text saying, "Okay, guys, what are we watching tonight?" and I was like, "I can." I can pull something out of it here. I can, I can salvage this horrible experience. Content generation. Make, yeah, mm-hmm. and at least mm-hmm. make it productive. Yeah, yeah. Is now, that like a bit when? Is that a bit like people who've been assaulted go out and assault people, like to to lessen their own pain? That sounds like what you did there, Ross. <laughs> well, it's a, it's a that's a well, that's a broad metaphor, but I like. First of all, eggs. that sounds very appealing. Second of all, <laughs> I know that was a thing. Writing that down. Third of all, yes. <laughs> Now, let's 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 off the back, right? We are not the target audience for this film. We were not the target target audience for this film in two thousand whatever, when it two thousand eight when it when it came out. So we need to we need to use our fantastic ability to empathise to really understand where the audience is coming from uh, for this. We need to do that for ten or twelve minutes, and then we can really trash this movie because it is quite quite bad in quite a lot of ways isn't it we absolutely do need to do that before we do though however <laughs> had we seen this before like i as it turns out i have seen a twilight film before i don't know if you remember ross we helped a friend move uh there was promise of pizza for helping said friend move uh and then yes. we ended up watching a twilight movie and it was all very objectionable uh did you even get pizza or there were there was pizza yes right well there we go i i believe I believe. Um, and this is so, which one did you watch? Like this occurred when we were eleven. Yeah. What, what um, did you watch? 
It must have been the second one because there were werewolves in it. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And so I can't imagine that first... like, we would watch the third... <laughs> I don't think... I don't know, but I don't know even know if the fucking last 17 of these were out. I don't, I don't know why you watched the so second I, one. I watched but... this movie thinking, thinking, so when the werewolves come in? Like, the whole yeah. movie, up until the very end, I was like, well, so when are the werewolves? When does this guy get his hair let's... cut and then he's going to turn into a sexy werewolf? What's happening? This this sets up, this sets up. And I think, I think actually we should maybe take us through the plot of this because it is, there's quite a lot of different things to, to pin on, like the werewolves and all that other stuff. But, to me, my biggest complaint about this movie is, yes, it's bad and the dialogue is atrocious and the actors are really, really poorly directed and blah, blah, blah. We, we can go on to that. But the, the, my biggest problem is that the film, it, it almost expects and demands that you know exactly what is what everything um, it, that's going on in the movie. From minute one, like this, this film is targeted purely at people who have already seen the book. Uh, read the book. It must be mm. because mm. we bring on Jacob and he's and he's he's got long hair and there's like this weird energy going on between him and the vampires and it's all very strange. And the movie's like meh. Not until way 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 later on, the movie doesn't explain it. They don't explain even that they're vampires really until much much later on. And so you you basically spend the whole time, especially the first hour or so of this film, just kind of watching Kristen Stewart like just kind of do stuff like there's no, nothing happens there, yeah she's I mean, miserable in this you are right nothing happens absolutely empty of like events um, storytelling and even even less so of like events that are relevant i would say sam that like i think obviously knowing that he's a vampire i do think the movie kind of like if you didn't know that you know literally you'd have to be 2008 like the opening weekend when this wasn't in the public consciousness like I do think because you got the voiceovers and you know you would spend that first hour scratching your heads going, what is this movie about? Why am I watching it? But like I do think that it obviously we learn as Kristen Stewart learns that he's a vampire. Mm. I mean personally, I'd be like, so they're they're the vampire kids, right? So they're vampires. Yeah, those are the Lost Boys, right? Okay. So okay, cool, so cool. guys, welcome to welcome welcome Dave to the class. Dave, this is everyone. Why is that guy so fucking pasty? What's going on with his eyes? It's a beautiful day outside. Why is this guy fucking shining? No one else asking these questions? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, exactly. The, what level of sunlight activates the shining? Because when it's sunny, they're not yeah. at school. Every day it's yeah. sunny. Every day it's sunny in the entire but, but year. You guys know what they UV is, right? You, you know, you know just they, because it's not a bright sunny day, oh, there's shit, still shit. UV, right? What you want to you want to add like science to this fucking bizarre? No, it doesn't make any sense. Hey, you I, I, with the oh, perfect jawline and fantastic hair! What the fuck's your deal? Yeah. Also, how all are you in secondary school? And the lip gloss oh, and the color and the colored contact lenses. We're getting lenses. ahead of ourselves. We're getting ahead of ourselves. We are, like, Channeling my my inner audience. So, I mean, it, like, it, it's for like you said, some people who read the book or you know preteen girls, right? Yeah, that's it, what is. it is. But but we should be able to go into a film and understand it and, 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 and figure out what's going on and not feel like we have to... Now, probably, I think one of the best examples of that is Lord of the Rings, which in a wonderfully succinct eight or nine minutes in, in, in at the start of the movie gives us the prologue and gives us everything we need to know. And that's actually what I think this movie could really benefit from is like 
Give us a prologue. Give us five minutes where we say, in the beginning, the the, the vampires and the werewolves hate each other. And the, the, the vampire... And, the, and just give us front load a little bit of storytelling so that when we go into the world, we can actually, like, go in with the tools and be prepared. Now, obviously, I kind of knew the story of this because of the cultural osmosis that we yeah. are infected with. <laughs> but... I just think like this is a really, really annoying film just from that point of view. And that straight away gets me off on a bad foot. And as we go through the plot, which is what we should do next, you just see all of these examples where you're like, what? Why? Who is, who is, what's the reason for this? And obviously there is a reason. And obviously like, oh, they live in Washington state because it's cloudy. You're like, cool. What does that got to do with anything? Oh, <laughs> two, an hour and 45 minutes in, he's shiny. Great. Okay, now I kind of... And you're like, so it was all of this, all of this um, payoff, but no setup whatsoever throughout this film. Like, and that, I think, is just... I wouldn't even say there's like dissatisfying. a payoff, Sam. I, I, I would just like, I wasn't confused watching this. I was bored, certainly bored, out of my absolute mind. But I was never confused because I think the writing is so basic, and I, I don't mean that in the pop culture term. I mean literally basic. <laughs> yeah, like yeah, ones yeah, and zeros. yeah. Like it, the writing is <laughs> the writing is so simple that like there's no nuance. It's not like a, a more you know we've watched the more confusing vampire movies. Like the the underworld movie is more confusing as to what mm. the fuck is going on. <laughs> like. <laughs> This movie, oh. I think we've done that for the podcast. Even Blade has got more confusing as to what is going on. But this, I'm glad you mentioned. I know Blade. exactly oh. what's going on. This girl's at high school. For some reason, she's talking like she survived the fucking Armenian genocide. Um, <laughs> honestly, honestly, and her, the big trauma in her life is that her parents are divorced and she's had to move. Yeah. Um, Which okay, sad, but you know, people have got it worse, sweetheart. But they let's have. let's but, let's but re- then go on. the whole first half of the movie up until we have the the re- the revelation that he's a vampire and then she's like that's hot basically is the <laughs> yeah the yeah she's like yeah I'm super into that mate um, and all the way up until that is just her being like is this dude a vampire or what is this dude a vampire oh, maybe he's a vampire like that's just that from minute fucking two you're like oh so they're vampires so they're all vampires yeah and that's exactly the type of pre like cognition that you need to have had to no i'm not saying i'm not saying that i didn't know they were vampires even if i'd come into it blind like it's vampires but what i'm In saying Twilight? Is, that, is that the movie does not like address any of this it doesn't give us any of that it just sort of it just shovels everything in just one big slop and then you kind of like <laughs> feeling your way through it for the rest of of the film until a All more, of a sudden, you find a big chunky thing. You know what's that? Oh, it's the okay. It's this plot. I found it. You a know. more competent movie would have. <laughs> there, like, it's a metaphor. What a visual. A more competent movie uh, would have like peppered it with like, uh, oh, that's the those are the Cullen kids. Like, no one likes them. There's something wrong with it. Do you know what I mean? It would have peppered it with more of that kind of like. You seen the film Lost Boys? Mystery. The what film? What sorry? Lost Boys. No. Yes. Well, that's a, and it, the, the vampires in that film. Like initially, you just think they're like. Well, obviously, you know the vampires, but like initially, the, the main characters just think they're like these teenagers who go around like smashing shit up and stuff. And it's this like slow reveal that they're yeah. vampires, like this kind of like. But you know, as Mystery, the audience, but like the slow intrigue. tease out mm. to the characters in the movie. Whereas in this movie, Kristen Stewart quite immediately is like, "There's something off with that guy," and then then he's a vampire quite clearly. 
quite yeah. early on. Let's do a plot summary and let's dive into the plot of this because I just I just think it's we're going to uncover so much when we actually like delve into the right and decisions <laughs> yeah. of this movie. I'd also like to talk about vampires in general and I want to talk about Stephanie Meyer and where this came from and like <laughs> the long tail impact that this has had on our culture, Fifty Shades, etc. So let's keep all that in mind. But in Twilight, Bella Swan moves to a small town in the Pacific Northwest where she falls in love with Edward Cullen, a mysterious classmate who <laughs> reveals himself to be a 108-year-old vampire. Now, wouldn't it, have been, wouldn't it have been amazing, by the way? Wouldn't it have been amazing if this film had felt the need to show us at all that these two fell in love with each other? They tell us it. They tell us it a lot. They tell us that they're in love a lot, but they don't feel well, the need to have them develop any kind of relationship. <laughs> Every conversation they have seems to be about him being a vampire. Well, it's her being inexplicably attracted to him, and it's him... For some reason, being attracted to her, but not wanting to be attracted to her, but just can't resist. Oh, I can see why he's I attracted mean, to her. <clears throat> She's like a bacon double cheeseburger. <laughs> he's a vampire. Yeah. I mean, let, let's let's you know, let's shoot from the hip. Let's get this out of the way. This is like th- th- this is like a promotional video for grooming, right? We all agree there, <laughs> yeah, right? Like it is, hundred percent. It is fucking astounding. It's like I was watching this. And like I'll be on my phone, and then I come back to it, and like, and I'll be like, wait a minute, you know, when something pop into my head, one of the things popping in my head is like, ping, vampires age really slowly. That's like a common thing. And I was like, is he, is he older than he looks in this? And Amy went, yes. How old is he? Hundred and eight. And how old is she supposed to be? Seventeen. Oh. And I was like, oh, but it's but, okay. Yeah. Oh. Because he looks. Go on. He, the, 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 so there's a couple of facets to this. Number one, no, but they wait until she's 18 before they bang. Uh, right, the dude <laughs> was in clear, her fucking bedroom watching her clear, sleep. This doesn't happen in this though. No, the That's next. Yes, it, yeah, he's in her. He's in her bedroom. No, in no, the movie. They, they don't bang until the next movie, right? Carry no, on, no, no, no. They don't bang until she's 18. Uh, but oh, he watches you. her sleep, and you know they, they, they you know, they embraced one another. Well before she's fucking eighteen, so, but you know what I mean. You could say you know, you know if she's if she's a week, uh, if she's a uh, week, sin, she's a week, sin. bit killer. Will you fucking wait? Shut Jesus, up, Dave. Christ. Jesus Christ! I'm allowed to do my own bits, but you're not. <laughs> Get the point out, Ross. You need to go through the screening process. You have to run them by <laughs> Sam and me first before we start recording. It's a very complicated procedure, but it works. <laughs> fucking uh, HR ruins everything. So, yeah, you know, they embrace, and so that's bad enough. But, like, you're saying, well, you know, if she's a week before turning 18, you know, who's to say? But, you know, so maybe you could disregard that. Okay, maybe. But then you have the thing, even if she's 18, even if she's legal age, the thing is that this guy in the movie, he's 108 years old. This guy has lifetimes, plural, of experience of relationships. He is in a position of you know, power. Uh, and and basically Literally. and is able to manipulate this girl, but oh, she wants him so that that's fine, that's okay. And then this guy doesn't have the fucking he he thinks it's wrong because he's vampire and she's human. It's wrong because she's a kid, bro. What like <laughs> what but what is confusing what here? This lends itself doing? to kind of like the core problem with this movie, which is that, and I think the reason why it's so successful. I have a point here. She is 
in the context of the movie, like and the sto- the story and the writing, and I have looked into the book and things, and that seems very similar. She is the sexual aggressor, and and yeah. he's a quote unquote good guy because he resists yeah. it, and that's kind of like how I think this movie maybe appealed to that mass market because I don't know about the rest of these movies, but this is quite a chaste movie. Yeah. Like, there's not loads of like gratuitous like. It- it has think, to be because I'm, she's I'm 17. going somewhere with this. I'm I'm going somewhere with this. I don't. I think that's a factor, but I think that also comes from the book, where it's like, it comes from this very kind of like, traditionalist Christian outlook that you know, no sex before marriage and things like that. But it appeals to children who don't have like a full understanding about like mm-hmm. sex and relationships, where a 13-year-old, most 13-year-olds absolutely would watch this and think this is how love works, you know, in theory. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think that's yes, why it yes. has this mass appeal because it's very simplistic. It appeals to that kind of like right-wing thing and also, mm-hmm. like, there's no... Steph- we can talk about oh. Stephanie Mayer in a minute, but yeah. like, like I said, there's no, like, overt sex in this movie and because she's, quote-unquote, the aggressor, he's, again, you watch the movie, I think if you turn the sound off, it would suddenly skew a lot more yeah. in him grooming this woman but the words yes. they are saying are i want you from bella and him saying no 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 it's wrong whatever but if you turn the sound off suddenly he's a fucking supernatural monster who's saying to this woman like you know who's just like luring this woman in and tricking her and yeah. if it turned out he's so a baddie suddenly it's a different story isn't it there's a few things there that, you, that i think you you've touched on dave number mm. one right we're not the audience for this. We're not the audience for this. But I think this film, the reason that it was successful is that it it, it, it tapped into some kind of like teen female sexuality. So, and again, yeah. we have no yeah. we have no clue. We're we're, we're not going to try and un- uncover that. But there is something here that I think that that Stephanie Meyer, who was you know uh, influenced heavily as, as as a Mormon, and this. She said this was like, that was her biggest influence. So that's a bit red flag, but anyway. But I think there is something about teen sexuality, female teen sexuality, that actually translates into something that people like. And that in itself, I think, you, you kind of, once you, once, once you think about it in that sense and you, and you detach from it and go, well, we have no fucking clue what teens find, teen girls yeah. find sexy. So maybe, maybe, maybe. The other thing is that, this is not anything new, really. Like mm. all of the problematic stuff that we are discussing here is just vampires. We we've been having awkward fucking sex with it's vampires just in Hollywood. No, but it's not. It's, I, I, I think it's kids. no. I think it's a. I think it's a. I think there is a something here that is about what what women desire and women like vampires. Like it's a thing that is historically it keeps coming over and over and over again. Yeah. And when we see it in the Vampire Diaries, we see it in this. We see it through out history of vampires being this like I mean they're literally biting and drinking people's blood but vampires are sexy and there is a sexual element that runs all throughout this now go find a better podcast that's really going to dive into that <laughs> rather yeah, than you're three, in the wrong three, space son <laughs> three 30 year old men who have no no clue what teen girls like but this thank god right thank <laughs> fucking god fucking talk to a teenager what teen girls like but it's like quite, quite well documented that that power dynamic and that power imbalance, mm, especially. Yes, yes. But the power... Sexy, not just teenage girls. Yes, but exactly. People, for better or for worse, and obviously it's abused here, left, right, and everywhere, but like, yeah. 
there's a reason that like we mentioned Fifty Shades of Grey already, and that takes this and basically strips away all the vampire stuff and just makes it like a troubling relationship. And all of the subtlety well, and just turns it into literal... All, all the yeah. subtlety that exists in yeah. Twilight. That's right. I that know. use the word subtlety. I am not... I, I know exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> I, it, all the subtlety, the... as in a single use of it. One subtlety. <laughs> you know, One. You know. Im- imagine, imagine some custard that's been left out for a little bit too long and that little thin layer on the top, it's just peeled, just taking that off. And what we're left with is just this horrible... Now... You have to go back to Stephanie Meyer, though. You have to go back to these books because these, like the origin story of these, is just unbelievable. She literally said, "Much like Joseph the, Smith, <laughs> yes, uh-huh. that this idea she read it on came, golden tablets in a hat." Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. It's, it's, this idea came to her in a dream, and you think, "Oh, wow! You dreamed, you dreamed this amazing, innovative novel idea that." A teenage girl falls in love with a vampire. You, you absolute genius! And then for some reason she was given like, <laughs> she was given a massive book deal. And the reason is because she didn't understand like the teen author, a teen literature um, genre very well. And she wrote three full length books as opposed to you know a kind of half a small, uh, you know a small. So the, the the publishers were like, well, oh, this this woman. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. But again. There's an audience for this. There's an audience for this. And that is what I find so fascinating is that actually when you strip away a lot of what's here, there is almost nothing novel about it. There is very poor acting. Like some of the filmmaking is all right. And again, I think like the scenery of Washington State to, to add so much to this film, it's unbelievable. And yet, it, th- th- there's a popularity and there's a there's a five movie fucking troll and Michael Sheen and blah 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 all all that comes on that is unaccountable and I can't I think we just don't have the empathy to understand why this is popular and yet it was I, I think it's well it's written you know like I mean all you're saying is absolutely true but I would say that like the vampire genre we, we will get back into that because I definitely have thoughts I and I'm certain I'll disagree with yeah we've talked about this a bit before I think. Uh, whereas I probably come down on the line of like I, I, I like them as a plot device, but anyway, yeah, I think it's maybe also that it came out in two thousand and eight, kind of like, which is maybe like the very start of kind of the boom of social media, and mm-hmm. like, you know, the internet connectivity. I found sound a million years old when I'm saying things like things like this, but like <laughs> before two thousand and eight, this book would have come out, like a few thousand people would have read it and really really enjoyed it. And there would have been on really niche message boards, but it didn't. It came out. The book came out in two thousand and five, and it yeah. just exploded because, like you said, it's it's a it's it's young adult fiction. So the fact that I think um, Stephanie Meyer is like, I think quite repressed. The sexual stuff in the books, by all accounts, is quite like repressed and very simplistic. You don't say. Um, Shock. <laughs> no, but because it's not like a lot of vampire fiction, which is like really overly sexual. Or like mm. it basically verges into erotica. Suddenly you can market it at kids, you know, and so and you can teach them to be yeah. submissive wives. Well, that and, will and also do because the their brains that... aren't fully developed, <laughs> like and I, that is just a literal fact. Like yeah. they will take something that's simply written, like and I, I'm not going to say it's badly written, although other people have said that. Um, it's simply written. They will take that, 
but it's simply written. It fucking puts everything there on a plate. It doesn't require any dissection or any broader understanding, and it will become their favourite thing in the world. They make their life about it, and that all basically that chain reaction of and it all happening in two thousand and five led to this movie being made three fucking years after this book came out with like a multi million dollar budget, and then spawning a five movie series that kind of like yeah. for a while there was the biggest thing you know, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And again, passed us by because obviously like we're men who were nearly 20 when this came out. Like, <laughs> couldn't, we couldn't be further from the target audience for this movie. Well, I think, uh, you hit the nail on the head, Dave. I was, I was going to jump in a couple of times, but it's, it's it's that thing where, like you said, you know, kids the, those day, the, no, at that age, they're, they're not days. fully developed. <laughs> the, those days. <laughs> at that age, <laughs> uh, they're not fully developed. So they see this and they absorb that. And like, whilst it might seem silly, but, Kids are impressionable, and that and that is like what young girls will then think. That is how I should act in a relationship. That is how a, a per, a, you know the, the 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 counterpart should act in a relationship. So they think that they should be in relationships where basically the their counterpart or their partner have this incredible amount of power or you know a holding over them, and they think that's that's healthy. And that's why I said like you know I said it jokingly, but like really is that's why I think like this is like a promo video. For, and, for fucking grooming yeah, and it's for, for like abuse daddy makes decisions mummy makes a sound yeah yeah yeah, yeah. pat <laughs> like, pat pat, pat is, on the head that is that is the that slap her on the arse off you database. go that should be the database's plot description daddy makes decisions mummy makes a sandwich yeah and then, it, is, it literally is a simple yeah. and then and then six years later um but 50 no, shades but he, of, hold on hold on go, six, sorry, six, Sam, six, sorry. sorry six years later 50 shades of grey comes out and so all these all these fifteen-year-old girls are now in their, you know, either early, late teens, early twenties, yeah, yeah, and are going, oh, okay, oh, so, so that's what sex is. Oh my, about. interesting, interesting. <laughs> I've just upgraded to yeah. the to the masochism uh, version of this. And do you know what? I was going to say, well, at least there, you know, it's it's a bit more thing of like where you have consent, but again, not so much because no, it's because that power in, imbalance again. And, and let's not forget, Fitzgerald's Great is Twilight fan fiction that was turned into fucking books, which is just like, wow. He has you know the what? guy who wrote that's that. Right. It's back insulting. Back. We can't Hold just on. have it's that ins- as a throwaway sample. It's insulting to content creators like us, right, who were sitting plowing the fields of, of, <laughs> of, of the podcast fields, trying to, trying to make an impact on society, trying to write, you know, critically analyze the films that we that are important to us as a culture and what the, what, what's who eel james has made millions and millions of dollars on twilight fan fiction he's right and we based on a shit yeah. film in 400 years it. time who's going go to listen book. to the the ripe old thesis of the comification of comedy who <laughs> exactly, exactly i weep for mankind <laughs> It's you, you. You make a joking point, but actually, it's it's it really is quite an amazing. Like we see, this is how the industry works. This is how in the industry works, and this is how, as well, I think the patriarchy works. In that, actually, they just kind of we're going to gobble all of this up, and we're going to turn <laughs> Jesus it into. Jesus Christ! You could not have used a worse word. <laughs> we're going to gobble, gobble, gobble. Fucking <laughs> hell! Jesus, like it's infecting my brain already. Yeah. <laughs> hey Ross, gonna just uh, gonna just tie yeah. yourself up there a little bit while we. Uh, hey guys, pizza <laughs> delivery here. Extra sausage. <laughs> Ross, you just brought it back to being very old men. <laughs> yeah, I was. I was pizza going for BDSM. Guys. 
<laughs> like, like anyone fucking orders pizza. <laughs> hi, it's, hi, it's the Uber Eats guy here. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're going for I've got 80s your, I've got your linguine that does not travel well. <laughs> oh. please, please, please leave a positive review on my Uber Eats profile. Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, but I was only going to give you two stars. Well, let's see what we can do about that. <laughs> I think we just wrote a porn. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Someone, someone ring big porn and get this oh. guy's greenlit. There yeah, we someone, are, someone... ploughing the porno storyboard <laughs> fields. We have just proven Who... that anyone can do this. Yeah, yeah. But, but this, these are the ones you did. Now let's 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 dive into this film, the plot of this, because it's you know again again thinking about the target audience. We've got Bella Swan. I mean the name straight away. It's just like okay, all right. All right, fine. It's a bit on the nose. A bit, it's a bit obvious. A bit kind of, but fine. We'll go for Bella Swan, and she's seventeen. She's having like, she's doing what actually is quite a difficult thing. Well, she's you a know, war in terms of, the, hmm. Well, she's a war orphan. It's very difficult. Yeah, but no, but seriously, seriously, <laughs> think, think about it. Think, just try hold your cynicism back just for. I'm just point I'm just eight of a second about, about the voiceovers we get at the very beginning, where it's the like voiceovers. a letter you're writing home from the fucking Shenandoah Valley. <laughs> She's, she's having to leave Arizona. She's having to leave Arizona and go because to this. I hope the summers in Arizona are treating you well. <laughs> it is most cloudy here in Washington. I hope the war ends soon. I cannot go on like this. I shall pass on your best to father. And she's a 17-year-old girl. It's 17. so incongruous. Writing oh. a letter. Not an email. Text. But, See you, Mum. We'll let it, you know when I get it, home safe. It is a traumatic thing, though. It's a tra- it is a traumatic thing for a seventeen-year-old to be uprooted and moved somewhere else. So, like, right, fine. It's that's that's the position we're starting from, and she's having to go to this new place, new people, new school. Like, that is a difficult thing for a seventeen-year-old to deal with. But the problem is, is that we're not really given any of like the context for what we what we get. Literally, one scene where it's like, "Hey, the mom seems nice. The dad's a." Major, minor league baseball player they, he seems nice and then we're just gone and we think well okay so is did she have any friends like did she yeah. have anything what, what what do we know about her do we see any posters on her wall is she interested in things does she like does she like football does she like ballet what, what is the thing that she tell us about this character we get absolutely nothing about who Bella Swan is what motivates her why we should care about her in? What do you want? Right, and the reason for this, go back to the beginning, is because you've seen the you've seen the film, the you've read the book. You, so straight away, I just think from a point of view of like when you're writing your script for this, give us some fucking information, like tell us what's going on, because then when we land in you know shithole cloud city, it's just I just don't have any connection. I don't care about this character in a way that is. I know it's a Twilight film, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to empathise. What I is? See what you what mean is? Why that, should I care like, about Bella Swan? What could her backstory possibly give you that would be interesting or have any bearing on this plot? Just tell us about her. Just tell us about her. Give us a scene where she's. Give us a scene. The cutscene from Star Wars where he's he's leaving um, Biggs at, at Toshi Station, and he's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about, and he's like, oh, you'll have a great time. I'm going to the academy. I'm staying, but Luke's staying at home. He's got to look after the moisture. Uh, 
farm for his dad, for his yeah. uncle. And so we're like, oh, okay, so he wants to do stuff. Maybe Bella wanted to go uh, to the, like, the the drawing account. Can she draw? Is she a drawer? Does she have anything? Literally give us one fucking fact about her that would like give us a bit of warmth other because there is absolutely no characterization from Kristen Stewart here. She's Academy Award nominated, by the way. She is she is a baffling a baffling uh, mess in this film. Like but and it I don't probably lends itself, Sam. Again, we're not the target audience and I hate to keep disagreeing with you necessarily. But it probably also lends itself to why the book and the film were so successful because because she isn't a character. She is yeah. you, you. She's you master are, chief. She is the reader. Do you know what I mean? She She's... is that like blank canvas of an MP, you know, yeah. a, a, an unvoiced protagonist in a video game. Like, and yeah. you can, as a teenage girl, I can only assume you can project yourself onto this woman because we know fuck all about her. It's a good point. It's a good point. But, you know, maybe that's my problem being not a teenage girl. I don't know. I don't know. So then she gets to she gets to this absolute fucking dire place full of, full of oh god, people who are just so fucking friendly. I mean, please, for love of Christ. I will, say, I will say, you think everyone you think is this, obsessed with this girl? Everyone well, in this town is like this waitress. Hey, do you remember me? We met once when all, you were three. Because they're all inbred. They're all inbred. That's why. This, they're all this, fucking this each waitress, other. They all know right? one another. Think about it. Think about it. This waitress is. She's not that old. She's maybe like mid twenties odd. It's she's not been here since she was like five or six or something. So yeah. you think even the ti- the time scales don't work. This this woman wouldn't even fucking remember. She <laughs> would have been she would have been fourteen when. And she's like so interested in this little snotty fucking kid. Like no, it doesn't make. But uh, anyway, and then we get to the high schoolness of it all and. I actually think the better part of this is when we get like the gang, and you know they don't make they they don't make any uh, they don't Yikes, give Sam. they don't give uh, Bella Swan like any any um, they don't try and make her like like be likable. That's what I'm trying to say. They don't make her connect with the yeah, the gang. Likes her. Everyone likes her. Everyone likes it. It's like hi hi, and she's like fuck you. I'm not even fucking talking. You're like again. <laughs> You are totally unlikable. Do you want friends? Not really. <laughs> All right. Apparently, but, so, and that's then, the secret to success in high school is you just walk in like, get away from me, you creep. And then suddenly you have like 40 friends. It's just... The new, the, the new guy's kind of hot. He just told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> he told me I should He told me I should jump off the gorge. <laughs> He's so attractive. Scott over there just told me to eat shit and die. I wonder who he's going to prom with. <laughs> Maybe we should warn him about the vampires. Nah, he'll figure it out. He'll figure it out. It's not that difficult. <laughs> the what? Look at them. Oh, those chiseled guys that are sparkling over there. Oh, okay. Hey, you see those 40-year-old men in the corner who were all wearing <laughs> eyeliner and lip gloss and who, like... Who have these weird references to turn-of-the-century things that we've never even heard of. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know the guys. They're wearing the ascots. Oh, the ascot-wearing guys. Okay. <laughs> the oh, ascot the guy in the cloak. Are... Oh, oh Are they vampires? Oh, yeah, the dude who likes bats. Like, why does he keep talking about the boat disaster? I don't even know what that is. Like, we've got 9-11 now. Update your references, Edward Cullen. <laughs> I thought he had oh, a speech of him. I want to suck your blood. <laughs> 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 we oh, man, I know. I feel bad. But, like, 
I've got there are I, there are so many ways you could fix this movie and make it a classic, but we'll we'll get into. I've got that the best one. I've got the we'll, best. We'll come, one. Let's come back because let's talk about Edward Cullen in a second. Let's talk about our Pats. Speaking uh, about characters with no characterization. Well, hey guys, just he's fast. Just like just like Christian Stewart, um, he has been kind of redeemed, isn't he? Like he he was very much the oh look at the pretty guy punchy bag and and both of them I think were kind of. Um, I think they were kind of damaged by this movie in a lot of ways. Obviously, they made loads of money. They're all right. But yeah, I think their yeah, re- yeah. reputation... My heart bleeds. He played Batman last year. <laughs> well, that's what I I'm think saying. he's fine. I think he's that, okay. No, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that he's... Him, like Christian Schiff, who was nominated for an Academy Award, have developed, I think, and grown as actors and got better. And the reason that they're both shit in this, the reason they are both... I don't think... I, I'm not even sure a plank of wood has uh, is, is is the right description is because they must have been told that the direction of this must have been you need to be as awkward as absolute possible you need to have absolutely <laughs> no broad emotions you need to basically not look at each other and that's how we'll know that you're in love that's like going it must back to the chaste like very very yes. traditional values of the original source material which is like by all accounts, I've read some of the trivia, by the way, which is super troubling. Uh, the director apparently was like, to Robert Patterson, like, you need to watch yourself around this girl or you're going to prison. Apparently that's a thing that we're saying and it's apparently okay. Like, because she, Kristen Stewart was 17 when this was made, is that right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so How old was he? 22, 21, 22, something like that. Oh. Um, I think he's four years older than her. Um, does, that, does that does that work out? She was born in 1990. She's, she's 32 now. Yeah, she'll, have been, so. she'll have been 17 when they were filming this. Um, wow. Yeah, and he was born in 86, I think. Um, but, like, obviously, even if these people did have, like, chemistry, and we always talk about chemistry between actors on screen, and I don't think it's, you know, you can have chemistry with a 17-year-old when you're a 21-year-old. That's totally reasonable. Um, but, like, obviously, like you said, the direction is, like, you cannot, there's no sexual attraction here because obviously, apparently, Rob Patterson had been warned he would go to prison if he tried anything. Like, and it just seems like, no a, wonder. by the way, he's so by the way, scared. him and Christian Stewart like went to the director's house and acted out the scene, the bed scene in her bed for her. That doesn't sound problematic <laughs> at all, does it? Like, that's not, that's not weird. That's fine. Not on a set, not in a place with other adults and oversight. No, no, come to my house. <laughs> no, no, don't worry about the cameras. Don't worry about the cameras. No, don't worry about the man masturbating in the corner. Don't worry about that. We're doing the scene. You're a professional, right? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> do you want this job? Do you want no, this I'm going to take my clothes off, but you guys just do the thing. You know, it's just a... It's yeah. a... It's a and it's experiment, just go. It's, it's, yeah. It sounds super, super like you are right, Sam. Like the direction here was... We need to squeeze any kind of like objectionable contact in this movie out, you know. And it's a very kind of basic look at like almost. I'm going to say a word here, I'm... and you're gonna you're gonna set fire to me as a witch, like Shakespearean, and it's not, but it's like kind of like more on that kind of Romeo and Juliet, very pure, yes. blissful, and like, yet idyllic love, but they don't. And sell yet it. the film is chock full of fucking innuendo, like. The example, and Nicola pointed this out to me. She was like, wait for this. I was like, what? When uh, um, Bella Swan walks into the classroom for the first time <laughs> and and Edward's oh. sitting at the table 
and there's this and there's this wind that, that, that you know the kind of yeah yeah and the piece of paper on his desk just flaps up like just goes erect just complete and you just think <laughs> It's the second round of applause for this movie because she, you could not, you could not do that any better. Yeah, and but they do that, Sam, rather than have these two actual human people they've hired to work who can act by all accounts, given their later careers, Academy like, Award nominated, act like the, yeah. you are right. The direction must have been like, and 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 then this fucking scene. Oh my god, this scene when they're looking at the in the in the tele, in the microscope, and you just think. It, this is this is like, like should we be counting their blinks for Morse code? Because this mm-hmm. is just an awful scene. Like, who, who, who did? Was this the first go? Did they do this more than once? Like, how many times did they do this? And somebody thought this is great. This would is it not great. Have been, would it not have been better and sold it better if it's just like the accidental hand brush? Like, they, oh, sorry, and you know more of that, and like they, oh, let me show you, and you know. But they don't yeah. want to have that because they establish later on that vampires. They are reach like for the same beaker. Ice. Their pop. hands touch. Because uh, she yeah. t- no, she touches his hand later in the car. He's like, oh, you're so cold. And I was like, oh, yeah. right. So they're also made of ice. So they're also uh, made and then of ice. Amy, Amy oh, pointed you know those guys in the well. corner who are freezing like they're ice. You know. Yeah. So the see the guys that have literal like steam vapor coming off them <laughs> on a hot summer's day. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But Amy, Amy pointed this out to me as well because. You have that scene in the car, like you pointed out, Dave. And I want to go back to that scene as well in a second. But they they touch hands. Oh, your hand's cold. And then she... There's a scene later where they're sleeping in her bed. And she's sleeping away from him. And next thing, she cuddles up to him. Right? This guy, remember, is supposed to be fucking freezing. Have you, ever, have you guys ever grabbed a block of ice in your sleep? I don't oh, think you'd you sleep know, through that. <laughs> like, I've got a point. Like, I will say... Ross, we're paying attention here, movie. Are you... You know, you know when you flip the pillow over for the cold side of the pillow? Maybe it's a bit like that. <laughs> yeah. Ah, like, refreshing. Ah, yes, but then your tongue sticks to the side of the pillow because it's that fucking cold. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's far too sexual for this movie, Ross. Dial it back. Cool down. Cool off. <laughs> Again, because it has Heat the up. No, not that way! <laughs> because it has the sexual maturity of a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. Like, yet, and, yet. And you, you nailed it. That. And it was written Dave, by you, a series of 13-year-old girls, seemingly. Yes. Dave, you nailed it. Uh, you know you nailed it, is- it at the start. When Sorry, two seconds, Ross, because Go you said it. that the, the whole film is about the fact that um, Bella Swan is the sexual instigator. She's the one who's pressuring this poor 108-year-old man. <laughs> for, this man adult. Killer, this fucking man-killing, blood-drinking yeah. monster. Who, who I swear to God has done this before. Every every couple of years he just goes, Oh, no, I'm I just I'm I'm so attracted just to you and yeah. he, he exploits his uh, his his maturity. Oh, 100 percent This this is guys, the line. Guys, you know what I mean? This is the, the this family is the scene could be like, Edward, I swear to God, if you kill this one and we have to move, I swear to God. <laughs> yes. I swear guys, to God. Guys, not again. Guys. We're not There's having another Ontario. What do you take me for? Come on! <laughs> Fucking five what times. Who would kill a girl five? Who would kill five different We've girls in five seven years? Seven times in the last that? six years, Ed. I swear to God, I'm sick. Always shit. bring it up. Nothing's Ed. forgotten. Eddie. Eddie. The Bobby. film. Bubba. <laughs> Jewish vampires all of a sudden. I love it. <laughs> Something like that. No, don't, don't, don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we're just we're just gonna awkwardly laugh no, past that moment <laughs> we're stopping we're moving on we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about the fact that edward cullen is 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 
a sexual predator or right. through this yes. movie. Right? Thank you. And and so and so, as the film progresses, and as we see like this just horrible weirdness between them, and this in, this insistence, this insistence from from uh, from Bella Swan that she's gonna fucking find out that she knows there's something weird about these um, about Edward, and there's something weird about this family, who whose attempt. To, to 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 you know stay on the lowdown, very poor, <laughs> as as they as they sashay in to the the launch hall every day Sam, with their immaculate Sam. white clothes, they're, and as they drive in holding on the back their of, of this jeep, their favorite pastime is baseball, where they baseball. have to wait for a thunderstorm to play because they crack their bats so loud. This is a sport. Subtle. <laughs> by the way, by the way, second best scene in the whole movie. That, oh that, my that, god! If you mean I second best, as in the second best bit. scene to rip to shreds. What? Oh, we're gonna play. Hey, no, no, it's incongruous with this film, and it's stupid as fuck. But if this was a funnier film, that would be a great bit. Yeah, which I think I is your fix. I love baseball. I, just, I like I think, it. I'm, I'm guessing, Dave, making this film funny is your fix. Don't tell us yet. Well, let's build up for the audience who can skip ahead at any point because it's a podcast. Um, but the I, I, as as all of this is going on, right? As all of this is going on, and they're starting to get a little bit more, blah, blah, blah. And, and you know when you're watching a movie and you know it's a bad sign, you're like, you're starting to, things are starting to tick over in your brain. And you think, so... These vampires have moved to Washington State because it's cloudy, because it's not very sunny. Okay, okay. I mean, I guess I could look at the weather history for Washington State and see how cloudy it really is, but fine. No, I won't do that. I'll move on. I'll move on. (laughs) But the point of them is to stay on the lowdown because they're vegetarian vampires, basically. Hey, guys. And they don't want to attract... They're good vampires, actually. They're good vampires. Why are these people in school? Hold on. Why are these people why are these people in school? Why do they not just literally live on a farm and all they do all day is just like sustenance, they grow their own food. Literally, you know, literally the only reason, Sam, is to groom young women. It's like, to groom literally, exactly, literally the only Exactly. Reason. This is my yeah. They all go there, they all go there, they all hang out with a bunch of teenage girls and boys who they're they just they're like trying to avoid them and they're being dead awkward about it, but really they just want to go and in beautiful you know, they, cars. They rock up in like amazing be- sports flashy cars. Flashy as shit all the yeah. time. This guy's a fucking head of ped- head of head of yeah. medicine at the fucking uh, hospital. Like I know they obviously need to like uh, you know, they, they need to blend in somehow. They don't need food. They don't need heating. They 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 need they need nothing. They, they don't sleep. So what is the point of them? What and and this is this is where you like really just start to break down the foundations of the film because I don't understand why Edward Edward Cullen is in school other than to you know once or twice a year pick up a seventeen year old. It feels like it's based on a cut her throat and drink it, isn't it? Like yeah. if if they all look like fourteen year olds, you suddenly got like a it's a blending in thing because otherwise it's going to be like well, why aren't these kids in school like. Do you know what I mean? But even then, it, that's a stretch. But like you said, there's no reason. And when they're at the house and they've got graduation, the flag of graduation caps, there's like 400 graduation caps on this wall. And he's yeah. like, yeah, well, we've matriculated a lot. And I'm like, fuck off. So going to school and reading fucking the same Shakespeare novel every year and listening to the same trite I, fucking things. I would kill myself if I had to hang around oh, sorry, with sorry. 17... 17- 
every day the of the year, the sun isn't out. Every day yeah. of the year that it's cloudy. But, but, you, you, can you imagine? And again, you, this is this is it's not what seventeen-year-old girls are thinking, but it's what I'm thinking is: imagine having to hang out with a bunch of you know you're a hundred oh. <laughs> and you have to talk to teenagers all day. and you have to one, speak to teenagers all day. One, one of the things I pondered, like you know, when you think, like when you look back in your life and you go, "Oh, if if I could do that again, what would I have done?" And I was thinking about if I, you know, if I could live my you know my secondary school years, and then I came to the sort of like the logical sort of conclusion was that well, if I was going to do it all again, I wouldn't be doing it because you know I'd need to have somehow have the memory. So I'm like, okay, well, what if I'm me? Right, I'm me, I'm Ross with my current experience, and I somehow to magically get my consciousness from now transported back into me when I'm 13 years old. And I actually thought that would be fucking like speaking to the people I spoke to in secondary school. Oh my god, I'd, I'd blow it up. <laughs> secondary school, yeah, university, also. Ross, where we met. University, also, where Ross. we met. Now also, we speaking you of that, be, Sam you would be Cont. running the place, running yeah. the place. With your adult brain and your cynicism, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. If I, I had mean, the capability that I have now in in a, and the time of a teen, I could be fucking prime minister. Like, <laughs> I would be unstoppable. Yeah. So again, but then think about it. Think about it. This is his life. Every every year he does the same thing. Yeah. And then everyone and asks, "Oh, work? where are you going to college? Oh, I'm going to fucking Seattle State. Where are you going, Edward? Vampire you? How does it work? Sparkle, sparkle, sparkle." He's in school for 15 years or whatever, right? How does it work? After yep. 15 years, does he just go back? He Is he permanently in, 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 year, you know, well, in, what in, he says, in, in his year? What he How says is that basically, because they still look the same, they can't like age and de-age. What he says is that they move somewhere new and if they start school at like 14 or 15, at a fucking push... Like, then they can stay in that town for that many years, plus maybe another like ten years afterwards before people start to say, "Hey, this dude's like looks the same. He's always like hanging around on rooftops at night. Uh, like he's always following young women down the road." Edward, you look Gets that hungry look in his eyes. <laughs> Aren't you like forty six? Hey man, where do, yeah, you, get but, your, where do yeah. you get your mascara? It really makes your eyes pop. Yeah, is that the keto diet? Is it? Yeah. <laughs> Paleo. I just think they'd be. I just think eventually they'd be running out of places to, to go. I mean, mm. maybe West of Scotland would be a place if you want shit weather all the time to come. You know, just saying for Twilight <laughs> number two, if you want ever, yeah. if you guys want to hang out here, it'll be fine. But I just, you know, and I know like we don't want to dive into pedant cast too much, but really the film does not do enough to 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 explain away don't these say. very simple <laughs> questions. What the fuck is going Again, on? Again, because what it's kind fuck? of like, oh, but you'll be so um, taken in by the the this this amazing love affair. It's like the prequels. It really is like the Star Wars prequels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the, it's the because the direction's the same. Of like, you better not show any fucking emotions, or you are fired. It's the classic George Lucas, faster and more intense. That's it. All yeah. he's got. That's all he's got. And, and if you keep that's going actually fast, really then. Then nobody will stop to think about all of this stupid stuff because they're still like, "Oh, he's so dreamy." By the way, now that's pod racing. <laughs> do you think, like, also that they are all cartoonishly pale, like cartoonishly pale? The makeup, like, pale, so pale that I couldn't help but not notice it all the time. If that was a well, person that, that's in a the room, thing. and the so lipstick. Pale. Oh, 
That's uh, Edward. Oh, hey, Edward. How's your iron deficiency coming along? I don't have an iron deficiency. <laughs> really? Have you been to the doctor? What's going on with your eyes, by the way? Wow, oh, you look... Day. Oh, you spark... Hey, bro, what's going on with your skin? Have you got I'd diamond skin? get yourself skin? checked out, man. Yeah. Get, I mean, you might have some kind of tumour or something. Were you in you. fucking Chernobyl last week? What's going on with Jesus. you? Jesus. The... the <laughs> The, the thing that Nicola pointed out is like, so the makeup is very intense. And maybe if they made them just, especially the doctor, the, the dad, his makeup was like, fucking, I can barely see you from he your white He was, I want to suck your blood. <laughs> exactly, was. with the slick yeah. hair. <laughs> but but like, Nicola pointed out that they only do it. In the house where there's a fucking shelf full of fake tan. Like, just have that scene. Half yeah. Five, movie, five movies. Ah. Ah, ah, this ah, is your ah, fix, ah, Dave. Ah, I can feel it. I can feel it coming. We'll get there in a second. But but Nicola pointed out that they only really do the makeup up to their the bottom of their necks. The jawline. So their necks more makeup, Sam. Their ne- their necks are like weirdly normal, and their faces. And you just think again, again. I know in the book it probably says they're really pale, but this looks terrible. This it's looks bad. terrible. It's bad. It's bad. It looks and like they've used flour as well. It's not even like good makeup. It just. Looks I know. Like just threw it at him as he walks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Hey, man, were you, hey, Edward, were you working at the bakery Action. again this morning? Because like, you got flour all over your face, man. <laughs> it's atrocious. Now, let's. the reason that I think we're getting into this, the reason that we're like, we spent so much time thinking about the world that's been constructed is because there is no plot in this. Like, there, is, there is nothing that happens. We have this one... We have very, very later on in the movie, we have, oh, okay, so there's some adults are being killed by an animal... And everyone's like, animal attack? Animal attack? And everyone just goes, all right, fine. I'd be thinking, what kind of animal? Uh, any particular bears? kind of creature we're talking is about? There a li- is there a lion? Should I be on the boss? lookout for something? Anyway, and there's these there's these non-vegetarian, you know, traditional uh, trad <laughs> old, <laughs> vampires. Old yeah, who, who are vaguely threatening I, I didn't really feel like I was that they were particularly good antagonists for this again I again, that, read that, about not really the point here the so in the book obviously like I think about 80% of the book is just Bella looking longingly at this guy um, and then the, the bad <laughs> vampires don't come until the very very end it's a very short like they arrive they fuck shit up and then we resolve it so in the movie that's why it feels really disjointed we get two or three scenes early on <clears throat> of those vampires not interacting with any of the characters in the movie they're just off killing people and it's a whole but it's happening it's very background and that's an attempt didn't work an attempt to have this like underlying threat which is going to disrupt the cullen's life and all of that yeah i don't i don't think it i just don't think it works i don't think it's um enough i don't think it's enough and and when you're looking at this runtime which is plus two hours like think in your head what are the main plot beats? You know, she moves there. She meets the vampires. The vampires, uh, Edward, like, reveals himself. Lots of faffing around with that. Baseball. Baseball game. <laughs> exactly. Baseball. And then, and then the, movie, the movie turns on a little bit then because we've got this, this, <clears throat> this tracker who look, he's got who's... He's the most sexually uh, lustful. <laughs> Charged. Like, he's going to... What the fuck is this guy? It's a classic Jesus. story, Sam. Boy meets girl, boy stalks girl, uh, boy saves girl from rapists. Um, <laughs> so boy, romantic, you know. Boy, boy is cold skin. Home to boy doesn't have cold skin. Coven. Um, boy takes boy girl jumping through the trees. Uh, boy takes girl to vampire baseball game. 
boy has sister take girl to. <laughs> All right, you stop now. You can stop. But it, <laughs> you, fucking send her behind a desert or something. Yeah, um, you can see. You can got seven see. more of these, sir. <laughs> I could keep going on, but I've forgotten what happens. I was like, uh, what happened? Oh, dear, then come on. How could you forget? It's a story as old as time. Boy's sister and then they're in the car, girl and then they're the in the car. hotel room for some reason, and then they're in the hall of mirrors. I don't know why, and it's all very and, confusing. And, and, and the last, the last like 30, 40, it's about half an hour, isn't it? I think is, is purely just um, held up as like, so there's this tracker guy, and we need to run back to Arizona for some reason, I guess. Like, okay. Do you know what I was thinking she, at this exact moment? I I stopped, paused, and you're right, Sam, about half an hour left, and looked at the runtime, and I was like, if I'm lucky, the credits will be 10 minutes long. <laughs> <laughs> so I've only got 20 minutes left of this. Wow, big, uh, big uh, um, catering crew on this. Look at that. Oh, look, it's that guy. I remember him, yeah. <laughs> Didn't he? Didn't he cater uh, uh, props? R- uh, I wonder, Casino Royale. How you get into props? Yeah. What is a best boy? That's a. St- I'm going to Google that right now. Like, is there a best girl? All the- <laughs> Did I miss the, the, her? The, the patriarchy. <laughs> <laughs> there's just so much. There's just so. There's just so much. And 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 that's the thing is like if we had maybe we have a prologue at the beginning to say there was. You know, vampires used to be, they were hunted into extinction. And so, and then there was all these stories created and popular myth that, and that's where our vampire stories come from. And then, uh, but, you know, to try and, to try and protect themselves, uh, a break, a breakaway group said, we're going to not hunt humans anymore, but there are still lurking, you know, these nomadic ones who are going to like, give us a bit of context. So actually when these guys turn up, you think, ah, there is a bit of a threat. We understand the context. We understand the story here. These guys are kind of opposed to each other. They're very polite to each other. They're very. Mm. Oh, I'm very sorry for intruding onto your land. I'm, I do declare, I sir. Until until, until the wind fix, blows and they smell her neck. To get yeah. the vampire, get the get the bad vampires out of there, and just have it be a vampire hunter, and then he's the baddie, and then it's like. He wants to kill oh. the vampires, and then we maybe have like a thing where we don't damsel this woman who's this thus far been the instigator of the whole movie, and then in the third final act, act is literally just damseled. She gets driven to fucking Arizona, uh, then she gets her leg leg snapped on camcorder, and then she lies on the floor bleeding for the rest of the movie. That's it. That's the plot. She gets bit something, something, she, something. There's a whole then thing. Then she's on bits. Then they suck out the vampire poison. There's I mean, some sucking God. going I mean, on, but it's not sexual because, of course, we can't have that in this movie. Yeah, I mean, my fix is the very dad's there, so it's, it's totally fine. There's an adult <laughs> present. There's there's consent. Um, <laughs> my fix is very very similar to yours, Dave. And my oh, that wasn't fix my fix. Is, but go on. Well, my fix is this is now, Sam. I know you're not going to like this, but this is the Marvel crossover movie we all needed. This is where you want. <laughs> Blade to come in. You know that scene where he first like ex- like exposes himself to Bella. I'm a predator. I do all this. What you want then is like you just see like a flying like shuriken, <laughs> like cuts off his hand. Ah, and then Blade comes out, whips off his sunglasses, say something cool, flying karate kick, and then it's no. just a series of martial arts fights throughout the rest of the movie. I love it. Fixed. I love it, Ross. I love it. I've got this. Could have been just with one note. Nightclub scene. I will say it really was just one note though. One note. Go, go for it. Go for it. The, the shot is the shot is that he you know he revealed himself as the vamp, and then we and then all we hear is 
Sing. Yes. And 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 Edward Cullen's head just <laughs> just just slowly slides diagonally like in opposite direction of the audio. And then, and then yeah. Wesley Snipes says that that iconic line: "Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate uphill." Bang! Dead. <laughs> Flames. Fucking gone. Totally out of context. Out of context. You and are then, right, Norwood. This movie would be immeasurably fixed if after 35 minutes it became a Blade movie. Right? <laughs> All these traumatised 13-year-old girls like, oh my God. What have they done to my boyfriend? Um, it's, so my, it's, go on. My fix In fact, like, Dave, like, Dave, here we go, here we go, here we go. So, I so want, you've, was, you've, you've been teasing this, you've been teasing this, so and I want to hear. You tease. I am going to... But I want to build up because you you're a total be- Edward Dave. Go on. I, I believe in your ability to fix this movie, right? But but it cannot be an eighties teen romp. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. That's I'm fine, just, I'm fine. Just and gonna... it can't be blamed because so, that's my idea. That's okay, Ross. You're, you're safe on that one. That was actually nightclub. I feel like I'm gonna put that in there somewhere. Um, <laughs> in your like fanfic. An scene. In my fanfic. Uh, it's as good as Fifty Shades of Grey. If I can do it, why can't I? <laughs> I can write smut. Soon enough, um, it'll just be you and I toiling the fields, Sam. <laughs> They're fine. Soon oh, I'm desperate to sell out. Millions. Desperate. I'll take you guys with me. You can be my best boy, Ross. Um, <laughs> Sam, I, I don't know if you can be. <laughs> I don't know. Um, a grip? I don't think I'm. You so, can be a grip. I, I don't... <laughs> you'll, you'll be my cave oh, boy, Sam. My grip. <laughs> Actual thing in the movie, just to be clear. Firmer. As is, as is the best boy. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Um, my fix. No, we're not moving on from that I'm yet. Trying to... I've got a lot more loud to come out. I'm gripping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this movie is ruinous. <laughs> this movie has ruined us. It's a deeply stupid movie. It's a deeply right, stupid help us get help us get back on the train of critical analysis. Go. So, so my fix for this movie <laughs> kind choo-choo. of involves like you kind of need to strip out all of the really awkward kind of like oh I love him. I, we've only had four conversations, but I love him. We need to get he rid likes of that, football right? too. Now <laughs> I don't want this to be like an eighties spoof movie. What I would like it to be. Is more in the vein of like, I want you to think of Mean Girls, right? Mm-hmm. I want you to think of very similar premise, you know. Um, she goes to a new school where she must kill the head vampire. Um, no, <laughs> so she goes to the school, but like it's a new school. We get a bit more characterization. She's there. She's lost. She doesn't know what's going on, and like the Cullens are just the goth kids. Like you lean mm-hmm. into it. They're just goth kids. And then it's this mystery about like, hey, what's up with those goth kids? Where do they always go? And she's just like a Nancy Drew. She's really curious. So she's like following them home and watching them through the window and they're doing odd things. And she's like, this is really odd. And then you just lean into the fact that them in the real, you don't make it a spoof as such, but you lean into the fact that the family life, the, the dinner scene in that movie is really fucking funny. Like in the actual Twilight movie where she goes around for dinner that's a hilarious scene in a movie. The context is so stupid. It's so silly. These are blood-sucking vampires. Some of them are 300 years old, and they're making pasta. <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so gloriously stupid. And I bet they didn't think it was, because it would be from the book. But, like, I want more of that. 
I want more of like the the Adams family, but it's not. It's this like vegetarian vampire family. But you get like <laughs> half the movie is just Edward like she's talking to him and he's just looking at her neck. Like, because he, he can't stop himself. He's like, oh, oh, oh no, it's okay. I'm, I'm listening. No, he's like, oh, look at that neck, yeah. But, like, I just want it to be sillier. Like, if you make it sillier, suddenly I'm enjoying myself. Like, the baseball scene as well, like, in the context of this movie, is, it's... like, so offensively stupid. It's like, it takes all of the stuff it's asked you to accept, and then it's like, yeah, now we're going to play fucking baseball with that butt. It's going to be cool. <laughs> and it's like, in this movie? In this Romeo I, and Juliet, but with I vampires see, movie? I see scenes like that, and I'm thinking, God, how do the actors feel like when they read the script, and then they all played baseball? What? What? <laughs> Ironically, though, I think... All right, that now it's the baseball scene, guys. Get in costume. Really? Ironically, like, I think that was probably the most fun scene in the movie to film, I guarantee you, because, like, it's so stupid. The effects aren't great, but they're fine. Like, and that that she's like, oh, you get to be the umpire because we're fucking vampires. And it's just silly. <laughs> it's so silly. It's so... And, I, and do you know what? If the whole isn't movie the was umpire, like that... Hang on, isn't the umpire the one that catches the ball? Not in this fucking game, she is. No, no, that's that's a different thing. That's the... Is it like a backstop, I guess, in yeah. cricket or something? But, okay, sorry. Right, go I, like, I like this, Dave. I like this. I think this is a better movie for us. And that is the thing, isn't it? Is that when you actually... When, when, when you... And and your ideas, Ross, as well, and and probably <laughs> no. I'm saying all of our ideas collectively mash them together. It's a shit movie, but it's a, but it's a different movie. Well, the alternative to that, just very quickly, the alternative to that is age these characters up, have it be college or fucking make them adults. My God, if you can imagine, right? Yeah. And then you put some sex in it, and suddenly it's a different movie. I've got you it. Know? Blade. The younger years. <laughs> Blade the college years. Yeah. Love it. That crusty old Dean, he's a vampire. <laughs> ah, Blade, Blade, you're going to be expelled. <laughs> oh my God, it's Blade those jocks from the, Kappa uh, Beta Vampire. <laughs> yeah, yeah he, he joins a fraternity, but not the cool one. And they manage to get it up on those rich all kids. All the dorks are vampire hunters, all the cool kids are vampires. <laughs> What an idea! We oh. if only we had an ounce of creativity among us, right. this would be fucking brilliant. This would be brilliant. Blade with like so, those square taped together glasses, like. And and then he learns. He looks he, like, oh my um, god! This is actually a fucking great he looks idea. Like Urkel. Then, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And then he <laughs> and then he learns to be the blade that we know to cook the kick-ass. We can he finds his groove. Montage. He oh, finds yeah. his groove. Like Mostly because he's getting the beat. gym montage. Oh, yeah. Ooh, this I'm is... into this. Oh. This would be a great comic. This would be a great comic. Someone phone Marvel. <laughs> Get Marvel on the phone. <laughs> Seemingly, so all of these like, ideas buy are... anything. So I think we're yeah. all, we're set on that one. All of these ideas are good. All of these ideas would make I think a better, funner movie for us, and we would be like, ah, oh, cool. It's like a you know, it's a twist on this, and it's a we're referencing this thing, and we're like we're adapting the. But the the reason this film is so fucking successful is because it is so self-serious. Mm. It is so self-serious that teenage girls like it. And that is that is the genius of it, really. Well, when you, you when what, you break it down. You remember what hormones were like? Exactly. Like every single emotion you felt as a teenager was the most important thing in the entire world in that moment. And it was it? real and, and, and it was that, intense. The movie. Yeah. 
And so, and so, when you, when I think again, you know, trying to, trying to critical analysis, trying to really actually, actually break down why this film is successful is because it is, it believes its own hype, and it is so invested in the story, in the the attempt at storytelling, because it's self serious, and that is, I think, and that is something that I think is a problem with movies that that you know are so wrapped up in their own world that we don't ever get to explore the fun side like the, the, the most fun they have in this is this weird baseball scene the rest of it is just fucking dire washington state scenery and clouds and everyone struggling to you know pull faces and yet, despite all of the ideas that we've got if you introduce even one of them you were going to ruin this movie for what it is which is a teen fantasy romp hey bella and- i got into vampire you Woo! <laughs> Oh no! What will happen? Will their love stay strong, or will they, will the distance break them apart? Oh no! Here comes another. Here comes another sexy seventeen-year-old for this guy to lost over. Oh no! What's going on? I don't know. I don't know if we can have a long-distance relationship with me going to university in New York State and you going to university in Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> That's the joke. Who's the, the new foreign exchange student? Ah, oh, Mr. Helsing. Van Helsing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's a, it's a mathematics professor. He's like Van Professor ah, Helsing. Ah, ah, <laughs> two. Ah, ah, ah. I wish that guy would stop doing that. It's, it's really hard to pay attention. This guy, also, lo- this this guy uni- fucking loves math. <laughs> this is this is college level math. So we we can count like. We Did you know he used to be a children's TV star. Two detention. Ah ah ah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we're not allowed to make movies. <laughs> this is why. At least three people why. will find it funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least at three. Least. Also, I'd limit that at three not as well. I'd say that's the cap. Not guaranteed to three people, though. That's the cap. So, let's, so the, how many more, more movies after this to be at? Because I think you've seen them all, Ross, and my wife is threatening... There's four. ...to make, them, to make me watch them the as one? well. Where you've got the sexy werewolf and he cuts his hair. He's in this movie, but he's not a werewolf for some reason. Oh, yeah, even that's though, you think even I'm, though, you think even I'm though, fucking paying attention with this? You think I'm... Well, that's did anyone I've else? Seen. And I was like, right, did you it, get the, all the werewolf guys and they're all like fucking cut and they're running did around anyone in else shorts. just feel really uncomfortable by the fact that the werewolves are like Native Americans and they live mm. on a reservation? And you're I like, you, oh, I tell no. you who did feel uncomfortable. The literal no. American tribe that they stole the name for for this movie from for this movie. Wow. They've come out quite strongly against this. Wow! Like, just do, you, do they have to be werewolves? Like, is that is that okay? Well, okay. they do, Sam, because they use a sledgehammer in this movie to be like, some say we're descended from wolves. <laughs> <laughs> and then later on he's right like at the camera right, later on Edward says um, the, the very last scene we're of the mostly like, descended from wolves mostly. I leave I leave you for two minutes and the wolves descend and it's like fucking <laughs> sequel <laughs> it's werewolf <laughs> university mustache twirl and eventually they become and oh and that's I mean this is the bit that I do know about is that there is this horrible you know team Edward team Jacob, werewolf, yeah, yeah. Jacob, and 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 again, in in between, which man is the autonomy of this woman? Herself by, like it is, and you just think that it's such a questionable thing. Now, if you had, you know, if you 
had a teenage daughter, you'd be really looking at this movie and going, okay, I mean, I can't stop you from watching it, but we're going to have a conversation about it because it's... <laughs> it, you won't know how fucked it is until you're at least 25, but it's fucked. It's absolutely the secret fucked. Of this movie, and this honey, is not is that good. men are literally vampires. Like, in the context of this movie, all men are vampires. Yeah. Yeah. And you need to snare them. <laughs> this is That's a very what the movie this, says. Is, this was this was a very troubling watch. Also, like like I said, it's so long. And I don't even mean like two hours is long for a movie generally, but like it's needlessly long. The first hour, I think it's Honestly, an hour before the movie says that, he's a vampire. That baseball explicitly. scene. I, I think <laughs> what, what is happening right now? Honestly, is- like I said, my favourite scene of the movie. I I just I, I because my say, brain was like, oh, I, I would say, watch a vampire baseball movie. I'd watch I a vampire baseball say, too. It's like, my first that could time. Be fun. It's my first time seeing a baseball scene in a vampire movie. So you know what? Credit where credit's due. <laughs> you you guys did that. You did the, something. <laughs> well done. You could have a team. You could have a team wolf type movie that's, with Edward. That's Cullen what they should put in the DVD box. Baseball. Something. Yes. <laughs> But he can't Your play 13. in the sunlight. He can only play at night. There's oh, a movie. There's so many, so many terrible things. I think we should. You know, what we should do. Never watch we any of pick. the sequels. No, hold on. We should just. We should just pick a random one. We should put it into a randomizer, and not the next one because I don't. I don't care for the story. What I care about is. <laughs> Is it the same type of movie? Like, is Twilight, New Dawn, Seven, whatever, whatever? Much like putting the I, bullet into the chamber and spinning yeah. it. Random. Just see, because Fair. I think it'd be interesting to see if if the same themes occur or whether or not they basically just develop. Like, now we've got a plot. Now we've got backstory. Now we're going to try and inject some mysticism changed, into this. They changed the director for the second one. Um yeah, and, and, and does it turn from a team movie a lot, into a a lot more well lit as well? I don't like, know this if is it quite happens, obviously like washed out. I don't know yeah. if it happens in the second one, but they eventually get married. They bang. Right. She what, gets in, pregnant. In the church or under God? Like till undeath do us part. Uh, uh, till uh, Van Helsing uh, stabs you in the night. Hold on, wait, hold wait. on. They bang on their honeymoon div, just don't see it. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And then the next day, she's got bruises. And then he's like, oh, and then he's all remorseful. And she's like, oh, I want to do it again. And again, because I'm like, can't, this is not because he can't the, control this himself. So, this is not. A, so he's like, <laughs> because he can't like, control so he himself. Shut the fuck up! Shut the fuck like, up! Wait, wait, wait! I'm done. <laughs> and then she's pregnant, but the like the, the the fetus grows at like an alarming rate. And then like it nearly kills her. Like you know, her, like they had like special makeup effects and all, where she's gaunt. This creature is like draining her, so she ends up drinking blood. She's not a vampire; she ends up drinking blood. Childbirth kills her. Edward bites her. She becomes a vampire, and then we're into the next movie. Then we're basically these vampire cults. You know, this is sort of stuff you love, Sam. We're basically uh, there's lore now, apparently, and apparently they think that the child is something it's not, and think the the thing that they think it is is called an immortal child or an endless child, which is not allowed because children can't control their their emotions and they can go on killing sprees and there's this big epic battle where the werewolves team up with the good vampires to fight the bad vampires it's fucking horrendous sam please don't make this sounds like it's absolutely just stolen from everything because there's that um tom cruise and brad pitt movie with a child vampire and that's the story in that from the the fucking 90s that's a good yeah 
Yeah, and there's uh, the Underworld films are all about, like, oh, there's factions mm. and... But, like, here's the thing. You were saying about she wakes up with bruises and he's like, oh, no, did I accidentally beat the living shit out of you? Oh, oh no. <laughs> I, oh, oh I really? That? Oh, babe, I'd never hurt you again. That's domestic <laughs> abuse. Yeah. You, you know what happens when you annoy me? You, you know what? Just simply the imagery. Just Mummy simply, makes oh, a God. sandwich. Simply, sim, sim, simply the imagery of them, of, of, of someone writing and then making a movie and then putting on a screen and the makeup people of, of, of literally bruising Kristen Stewart. Like, that is just a staggering, staggeringly irresponsible thing to do, isn't it? To normalise... You know, it's like a lot. It pain, abuse. pain in 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 sex for for, for young you, women Ross, is um, just awful. What are the werewolves doing? Awful. Oh, who cares? Who <laughs> fucking cares? Yeah. You can't the, the, tell me what the werewolves what are doing in this movie. What's that waitress doing down. that fucking noticed her in the first movie? What's she up to now? Let's let's fucking like, focus on her. I feel like the werewolves bit. are a bigger part of the movies than the waitress who remembers her from being a kid. I could no, be wrong. It, it, it's all, it's just, sure? honestly, screen time, it's probably very, very limited, I think, between uh, the, the, the young werewolf. But I think, you know, it, it's just, it's such a frustrating film. It's such a frustrating film. And when you actually, when you actually dive into a movie like this, you just end up, you just end up feeling tired. Like afterwards, I just felt exhausted. You're tired of the I just rage. felt absolutely exhausted by the fact that we have to, we have to, delve into this so I think you're right Ross let's not do another one unless you piss me off and then I'll be picking it as a form of retribution so just you know they're doing like uh, the, the sure second Patreon, Snyder Cut of Justice League right Sam <laughs> <laughs> this one's 18 hours long and it's mostly Seven just Zack Snyder talking you through what he'd have done <laughs> with storyboards if he'd been allowed oh I bet there's commentaries I bet there's a four hour commentary we could watch <laughs> Jesus, um, Jesus. oh speaking of Speaking of, uh, Thor Love and Thunder is out in September on Disney Plus. Oh. For free. Uh, is that a film or is that a TV show? It's a new Thor film. The one that's out in I, the cinema. That's why I asked you, is it a film or is it oh, it's a film? You get your young ones on this podcast, Sam. You keep this I shit do, I, I mean, I'll try. I'll try and be interested in this. I will try. I'll do my best. <laughs> this right. is my interested face. <laughs> I'm trying what did to give us shit right about now? earlier, Ross, for not being excited about <laughs> Oh, Ghost, Ghost oh, Recon. The, the, like, we're not the, excited about a shit game, game that was poorly reviewed when it came out. we already tried. And like, like, <laughs> oh, oh, yay, goody. <laughs> I don't ask, I, you know, I'm not, I, I'm not suggesting that I'm at all equal or fair in my disdain. So <laughs> because that would you be guys can... the height of, of um, hypocrisy. Exactly. I, I thought it was rich where Sam's criticising our enthusiasm. The most fucking loosey goosey, bendy wavy, fucking will not commit to anything, Jordan. <laughs> that is my actual middle name, Ross. That's good. Well done. No bollocks. <laughs> well, we'll be back next week with something extremely better than this, and that's a firm guarantee. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> I feel confident. Is it? I feel confident. Whose pick is it? Technically, Ross picked I'm, this, so technically, I'm pretty sure this is my pick, and I've been tr- I've been trying to get us to you watch pick, something uh, good. For uh, you picked Doom, Sam. You know what, Sam? You weren't on the Doom episode. You, I wasn't there. You weren't on the episode, but you were the one who suggested it. And that means it's my but, pick. But you confirmed it, Dave. So that's your pick. No, yeah. no that's not how it works, Ross. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm, we'll, we'll, we'll take this offline, and I'm gonna win. I think this would make a great podcast. I think I'd, I don't <laughs> want it. <laughs> fight, 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 fight. <laughs>